UNFPA is uh, with all the UN agencies and all our partners in the field since day one, responding to the arrival of the more than 100,000 people who have uh, arrived from Karabakh and are now in uh, Armenia. We are working hand in hand with the government, with the local municipalities and all our partners, which is the health uh, facility, the hospitals in all the regions which are receiving the, the refugees, as well as all our partners who are working more on the protection uh, aspect of it. Can you tell us specifically about the status of women who are arriving pregnant and what kind of support you're giving? What are the main needs? The situation, the needs of the all the refugees that have been arriving is very high. So out of the 100,000 population that is arriving, we estimate that more than 2,000, 2,070 women approximately are pregnant. So we are really making sure that they have everything they need in the health facilities when they arrive. Uh, that's one aspect of it. The second one is uh, women, uh, when they are uh, fearing for their lives, they are on the road and then arriving in uh, uh, Armenia. For instance, they don't stop menstruating. So we want to make sure that they have uh, the hygiene item that they need for, for themselves and for their uh, adolescent uh, teenager girls, for instance. And then when they arrive, they are in such a, a fear, fear for their life, for, fear for themselves, fear for their family. So we are trying to make sure that they have they can go back to uh, a safer space and we uh, work with all our partners in the field, 35 uh, local NGOs, uh, small ones, bigger ones. We have a big network all over the country to make sure that we can provide safe spaces for women and girls where they can share their stories, receive the, the services that they did, being referred to the hospitals or to psychosocial support, for instance, but make sure they are in a safer place and they receive the needs and the attention that they, that they deserve and that they need. Women and girls who are arriving, I imagine they must be shocked or tired. Um, they've come a long way. Can you tell us about any particular person that you've met or any experience you've had and what that has been like? Yes. The women uh, on the road arriving to Armenia, after nine months or ten months of blockade, they arrived. Many of them, they were for hours and many of them for days on the roads. Some of them walking, some of them in, in vehicles. So when they arrived, especially the pregnant women, the trip was, uh, the road was, was very difficult. So when I arrived myself uh, last week and I was visiting various uh, health facilities that we are supporting with training for their staff, with uh, medical kits, they were telling me that 50% of the women that they helped deliver already were women that were delivering much earlier than it should have been. Because of the stress they went through, because of the condition of malnutrition, because of everything they went through, the others were fine, but we were happy and we were lucky, but I guess prepared with the Ministry of Health that we could support this, uh, these facilities and the, the civil society and the medical staff were here to, uh, to respond. When I was visiting one health facility, there was this young lady, she arrived, and um, the doctors that I was at the time uh, discussing with was also the surgeon of the facility, and he had to interrupt the interview because this woman was arriving, immediately they went through an ultrasound and different uh, diagnostic with her, and apparently she was at high risk of miscarriage. So uh, they uh, asked her if she could stay longer for a few days to, to calm down, to give her what she needed, all the attention she needed, the medical condition, the psychosocial uh, support, so that hopefully she would go uh, to the end of, with, a, with a pregnancy, which was still uh, the beginning of the, she was still in the first few months of the, of the pregnancy. 
Well, that really highlights the um, critical work and the importance of women having the opportunity to deliver safely no matter where they are. And you mentioned that UNFPA has been providing uh, kits to hospitals and also kits for women. What do these kits contain or give us an idea? So this is a very good question. Thank you. So we give two kinds of kits. We give some uh, what we call the interagency reproductive health kits. These are medical kits for uh, pregnant women, for women in general, and their uh, uh, health. And uh, we gave 20 of them that will cover the needs of a population of 150,000 uh, population spread all over the, the country. And we have more of these medical kits that are coming in in the country as we speak. The second kind of kits we have been given are what we call dignity kits or hygiene kits. So these are the kits that a woman needs to, to stay a woman, to keep her dignity, to be, many of them, they left their, their home just like without any notice. So they couldn't take even a second underwear. Many of them, they hadn't had for a very long time hygiene kits, tampons, uh, and so on. So it was important for us to also deliver this shampoo, uh, soap, all these kind of things that you need to take care of yourself to restore your, your dignity. We gave uh, 13,000 of these uh, uh, kits that were given through our partners, through the municipalities that we had worked with ahead of the crisis that we thought would be coming, unfortunately. And now more of these, so we have a few thousands of these dignity kits that are coming also in the country. And our logistician colleagues, they are on the road going to distribute this to, to our partners in every humanitarian centers where the government is organizing the registration. And of course, all of this work, um, providing kits, providing psychosocial support, providing, uh, providing safe spaces, all of this requires funding. Um, is UNFPA um, receiving the funding it needs to continue this work? So for the time being, to be able to launch the, the response uh, immediately for colleagues like me and other humanitarian experts to be deployed immediately, UNFPA um, secured some emergency funds that was sent to the country office in Armenia so that we can uh, buy all these kits and work more and strengthen our, our response with our partners. But indeed, we need more funds. Right now, UNFPA is working hand-in-hand -hand with the government, with the different line ministries that we are working with, like the Ministry of Health, Ministry of Social Affairs, as well as all the different UN agencies and all our partners. And we are putting together uh, a response plan for the next six months. So as we speak, this document is not completely finalized, but UNFPA, we estimate we need an, ad an additional at least 4.5 million uh, to respond to the needs of the people. We need at least uh, 2 million for violence against women, and we also need an extra 2.5 million for sexual and reproductive health. And Mr. Rossier, is there anything further you think our audience should know about UNFPA's support to people who've arrived in Armenia? Thank you very much. Yes, first... Like I said, to summarize in one word, there are 230 pregnant women that will deliver next month. If you as an individual, you want to help us, you go to the donate button of, uh, of UNFP on our webpage and you can access us. All the donors, many donors started to reach out to us. The head of office of Armenia country office is just right now, as we speak, meeting with the representative of ECHO, um, the, the European uh, emergency donor from the European Union. And we met uh, earlier last week with uh, earlier last week, yes, with um, with the representative of the U.S. aid from the U.S. Uh, government. So with all the U.N. agencies, and we are grateful for this uh, interest to support us. But we will definitely need 4.5 million is the minimum we need 
to support women and girls. Refugees, like I said, 100,000 refugees, they need uh, these uh, safe uh, services for uh, against the violence to be safe and for their, for their health. But we will need also for the host uh, population. All the services we are designing are not only for the refugees, whatever services we are strengthening will also be available also for free for the host community. And it's important that we strengthen the capacity of the government and all the services in the country.